Today is Easter Sunday, a great day for resurrection. And on, on a day like this, what better thing we can do than help resurrect children out of poverty? And so outside in the foyer and in the courtyard, there are packets just like this one here where you can find a child to sponsor. It's only a dollar a day. A dollar a day. For $30 a month, you can change a child's life. And you know, it's not just the child. It's their whole family. And so, just like in that story, a life is never the same again. I want you to know that when, when, we, when I stand up here and I ask, you know, for you to give blood or sponsor a child, I am going to do the same thing. Rochelle and I already sponsored two children, Riam and Michael. Today, we're going to find one more. If you don't sponsor a child and you haven't yet, I encourage you, consider that today. If you sponsor one already, maybe sponsor a second child if you can. It's a day that will change the child's life and possibly yours as well too. One more announcement to make. Um, next Sunday, right here in the evening, and I believe it's at 6 p.m., uh, right there, yep, next Sunday. We are having a, a zone rally. And for those of you who have not been a part of a zone rally before, it's a rally when all of the Nazarene churches here in San Diego uh, gather together, we worship together, and at this zone rally you will hear uh, a little short message from a pastor, each pastor in the San Diego area, and get to know them. There are quite a few different Nazarene churches in San Diego County, that you may not know about. And if you come next Sunday, you can meet the family, uh, meet the pastor and the church family that comes with the pastor. And I want to introduce to the other, uh, the district, all of you. So if you are available that evening, would you come and join us? I will be here sharing my report and, um, and it'll be a, a wonderful time of worship. Our worship team will be leading worship that evening. Um, please come and join us for that Zone Rally celebration. Amen? Amen. So, today, oh, what an amazing day today is. Today is Easter Sunday, and uh, I am so excited to share today's message with you. Today, my prayer has been that somebody here that has come today will have an unforgettable moment in their lives. I tell you what, if children get sponsored today... They will, they will have unforgettable moments in their lives as well, too. Unforgettable moments happen to us uh, quite, quite often. Uh, we currently are living through an unforgettable moment in our own lives. Let me ask you this question. Do you remember where you were two years ago on Easter Sunday morning? I can tell you where you were. You were at home. <laughs> we all were at home celebrating Easter in the most unique, different kind of Easter anyone had ever experienced before, right? That's where we, I was there, you were at home, I wasn't at your home, but <laughs> we were all in our own homes celebrating Easter. It was the weirdest thing. Then I got to be your pastor last year about this time, and I got to celebrate Easter Sunday with you last year. Do you guys remember where we were? We were outside, you're right. Beautiful, 
beautiful Easter Sunday morning. I remember it was sunny and cold, which is weird because I'm from Hawaii. And when it's sunny, it's hot, but it was kind of cool that morning. And, uh, and I was trying to get to know all of you, but everyone was wearing masks. And so I met you, and then when I met you again, I said, who are you? <laughs> but now I know you all. It was wonderful. And today, after three years, we're finally back indoors, celebrating Easter, kind of almost how we used to do it pre-COVID, which was pretty, pretty nice to be here. Amen? Are you guys excited to be here? It is. It's wonderful. Every single generation has its own unforgettable moments, right? And for those in their early 20s and younger, you're living through yours right now. Many years from now, Alana, (laughs) many years from now, and Jake and Nick and Garrett, all of you guys sitting right there, you guys are going to tell stories to the next generation of how you survived COVID-19. Right? Because this is your unforgettable moment. And, and it's ours as well too. But, but I think your generation has been impacted by it so much. Unforgettable moments typically are these huge, often tragic moments in history. And, and, and we're living through that right now. On top of COVID, there's the unrest in our country and then the war in Ukraine. And you add all of that together... It's, it's a myriad of tragedy, and it impacts us. And that's what makes these moments so unforgettable, that when it happens, it impacts us, and our lives are never the same again. For my generation, our unforgettable moment was 9-11, right? So many of you who are my age, or maybe even a little younger, you remember 9-11, you know something's for sure, it impacted you. It still impacts every single person today. And, and it's, it was so unforgettable. I dare say that for most of us that were alive then, you knew exactly where you were and what you were doing, maybe even what you were wearing and who you were with when that news first came to you. Think about that for a second. I can tell you where I was. I was fast asleep in Hawaii. At 5 o'clock in the morning, my home phone rang. Right, and uh, you know, I just realized something. For for the younger generation, you might not know what a home phone is, <laughs> but it's it's a phone that's connected to your home through wires, actually, and it rings real loud, and it, you you pick it up. But when you dial out, in fact, I have a picture for it for you right here. This is what a home phone looks like right there. Yeah, we call that a rotary phone because you stick your finger in. And you dial it. That's why when you dial someone, we punch numbers today. We're not really dialing. That you dialed. Say amen if you guys used to have one of these. All right. You guys all were with me at (laughs) 9-11. My home phone rang. And on the other end was Cynthia from my church. And at 5 o'clock in the morning, because I lived in Hawaii, she screamed out, Pastor, Pastor, we're being attacked. And I had no idea what she was saying. So I said, call the police, you know. (laughs) No, turn on your TV. And I turned on my TV. And then I watched as over and over again the replay of those planes crashing into the Twin Towers. That was my unforgettable moment. 
in my generation. And the generation before, before my generation, some of you who are, are maybe a little bit more mature than I am. You guys might have an, a different unforgettable moment. Maybe yours was the Vietnam War, because maybe you were a part of it and you were in it. Some of you will remember when our own President of the United States, John F. Kennedy, was assassinated. That shakes you up. Or maybe Martin Luther King Jr. when he got shot. Some of you guys remember those days and those times and how impactful it was. They are our unforgettable moments in our generation. Moving back a little further. Anybody here remember the attack on Pearl Harbor when our President Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, this they will live in infamy. Anybody was around during that time? Yeah. You know, if you were there in 1941, that was your unforgettable moment. Right? We all have unforgettable moments. And, and, and I can dare go back just a little bit further even. Anyone here remember the, the, the Great Depression? Anybody? Would? Barry Jones, you do? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I saw your hand go up, Barry. Just... <laughs> if, you, if, if you lived through that, that still impacts you today. right? These unforgettable moments, the unique thing about them is that we never forget them. We tell stories about them. We remember where we were, what we were doing, what we were wearing, the people who were with us at that time. These unforgettable moments impact us and it changes us. And we're never the same again. And every generation has them. And sometimes your generation may have more than one. And most of the time, like I said, these events are cataclysmic. They're huge. But sometimes we will have unforgettable moments that are very personal. Right? Times in our lives where tragedy happens to us and we, we, we don't forget that. But on the flip side of it, sometimes we have unforgettable moments that are personal, that are beautiful. I have two that I hold close and dear to my heart. Both of them were when my two daughters were born. Oh, unforgettable moments in my life watching a new life happen right in front of me. And, 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 and they're mine. <laughs> oh, that's my daughter. I remember welling up with tears, thinking to myself, my life is going to change. <laughs> because that's what happens in unforgettable moments. Jeff and Lauren, not long from now, you will have a personal, unforgettable moment. And your life will never be the same. Praise God. Some unforgettable moments are amazing that way. And, and those unforgettable moments we hold on to and we can talk about them years later as if we were right there. But I will dare say that of all of the unforgettable moments that have happened in the history of the world till this very day. 
that Easter, in my opinion, is the most unforgettable moment of all time in all of history. And I say that, and I want to make a case for that. And I think most of you probably agree with me, but, but I want you to hear why I think Easter is the most unforgettable moment of all time. Number one, Easter has stood the test of time, right? Easter happened 2,000 years ago. And yet, we're still talking about it today. We're celebrating it today. We were not there, right? None of us were there. Barry, were you there? No? (laughs) None of us were there on Easter Sunday morning. Yet, yet, it's something that we all celebrate till this very day. Not only does it stand the test of time, but Easter is one of those things that is celebrated worldwide. Every, every, every continent, every country has people in it celebrating Easter. There are some holidays that are just unique to America, right? Fourth uh, of July and Thanksgiving. That's our holidays. Nobody, when we're celebrating that here, other people don't celebrate that. No, there's <clears throat> holidays that other countries celebrate that we don't do anything about. But on Easter Sunday morning, everywhere around the world, there are people gathering together celebrating Easter. We're doing it here in California, even though the events of Easter happened just outside of Jerusalem, far, far away. And I can tell you, after 20 years of ministry in Hawaii, they celebrate Easter in Hawaii too. And in China, and in Australia, and on little islands like Guam, and, and, in, and even in the Antarctica, probably, if there are people there, somebody is celebrating Easter. But I want you to know something. Just the fact that people celebrate Easter doesn't make it the most un, the, 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 the most unforgettable moment of all time. The fact that people celebrate it all these years and all over the world makes it special, for sure. But it doesn't make it the greatest of all time. And the reason why I think it's the greatest of all time is because like every single unforgettable moment, it impacts us powerfully. And because of it, we're never the same. And that's what makes Easter so truly unforgettable and the most unforgettable moment of all time. And I dare say, church, that when you truly, truly, truly experience Easter as God intended it, your life is never, never the same. Because Easter is about Jesus becoming like you and me so that one day we can become like Him. Easter is about Jesus becoming a man on earth, living just like you and I live, with all of the frailties and insecurities with people around Him, disappointing Him and falling short. And yet still, Jesus prevails. Easter is about something that comes to all people, death, Jesus' death, 
that we talked about on Good Friday, if you were here. Why that day is called good is still a paradox. It's good for us. Bad for Jesus. But Easter is about that day. But more importantly, more importantly, about the day He rose from the grave. Because that's what we celebrate Easter for. That what Jesus did, not just on the cross, but through the grave, when He came out of the grave and rose again, we celebrate that because that victory that Jesus won wasn't just for Himself and it wasn't just a one-time victory. That was passed on to you and to me and to all those who put their faith in Jesus to believe that that victory is for you and for me. The reason Easter is the most unforgettable moment of all time is because through Jesus' resurrection from the grave, He overcame the finality of death. And that victory is shared with you, and me, and our neighbors, and every single person that puts their faith in Jesus. That victory is shared with anyone who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. And just like we sang a little bit earlier today, the blessing and the power of Easter is is available to you and me. It is embedded in our souls, church. It is embedded in the soul of every person that seeks Jesus as Savior and Lord. Oh, this is so great. On Good Friday... Jesus gave up his life on the cross. He was arrested, beaten, he was crucified, and he died, and he was buried in a grave. But he said again and again that after three days, I will rebuild this temple. And that's exactly what he did. I want to read for you a passage that was read a little bit earlier by Jeff as we started the service. In Luke chapter 24, Verses 1 through 7. Hear the word of the Lord. After Jesus had been put in the grave, this is what happened. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took took spices that they had prepared and they went to the tomb. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they had entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And while they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. And in their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Can I get an amen? He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men. Be crucified and on the third day raised again. Wow. Reading that passage of scripture gives me goosebumps. It's so beautiful and yet so powerful. And what what I pray that we can get from this passage here is three things I hope that you walk away with today. I want to share three things for us to consider this Easter Sunday. The first thing to consider is that Easter gives 
all of us an eternal hope that's found nowhere else and in no one else. There is a hope that we all are offered and if we receive Christ, we receive the hope that our eternity is secure in Christ. You see, for most people, death is so final. When people die, the rest of the world thinks that it's over. Humanists believe that there's nothing that happens after death. How hopeless is that? Especially when you live your life in this world through the hopelessness that we already are experiencing right now. To die and think that there's nothing better. But there is, and the reason we know there is, is because that is exactly what Jesus tells us in His Word. For those without Jesus, there is no hope beyond death. But for Christ followers, there is life. And that is the eternal hope that we can find in Jesus, that we can find nowhere else in this world. In Jesus we have the hope of eternal life. That's exactly what that beautiful passage, John 3.16, tells us. The passage that hopefully every single person in this room has memorized. The passage that sometimes when we recite it, we don't allow the power of what this passage speaks to us because when we recite it, it sounds something like this. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that we believe in that. <laughs> we know this by heart. But we do we know it in our heart? Look at what it says. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. That is the eternal hope that the Word of God tells us. That those who put their faith in Jesus has That's the first thing to know, that you have that. The second is that not only does Easter give us an eternal hope, but that eternal hope is with God and in heaven. Oh. The eternal hope that we have is something that we can look forward to. It is something that is so much better than anything that we are experiencing today. It says in the Bible that in heaven, all of our tears will be wiped away. That we will have new bodies. <laughs> Who here would appreciate a new body? <laughs> the older you get, the more you want one. We can trade in, trade in the used one and get a new one. Our fears, wiped away. Our anxieties pushed aside. I'm not a sociologist or a psychologist. I'm not a counselor. I'm a pastor. So Jeff, maybe you can verify this or, or maybe not. I don't know. But today, anxiety amongst people is very apparent. It's rampant almost. And I wonder, this is just a question, I wonder it, it might be maybe because our perspective on eternity is not the same anymore. 
We don't see eternity the same way as we used to. As something at, at one time in our lives, maybe in the past, in the history, it was something that we were assured of and we knew that when this life is done on earth, we got something better to look forward to. And you know, that gave me great hope. But when you lose that perspective, what, what do you have left? Fear? Challenges? Struggles? The difficulties of this world? And then what? That's it. And that fills me <laughs> with fear and anxiety. Maybe we need to look back or look forward to this beautiful word from God. The eternity, something that we don't talk much about, is more real than the chair that you're sitting in. And when we get that perspective, then maybe we can be like the Apostle Paul as we have been studying the, the letter to the church in Philippi. Maybe we can say like what Paul says, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. <laughs> Very few people in this world even understand what that passage means. Because they have lost this view on eternity and what that means. We get to be with God in His presence apart from this world where we will have no more tears, no more fears. We'll have new bodies. And, and we have an eternal hope. Oh, Paul was looking forward to that. Very few people in this world do. But a lot of people in this world are filled with anxiety, filled with fear. And I think, and I, I don't know, this is just me as a pastor thinking about this. Church, would you turn your attention beyond what is happening in our world now and look forward to the world that's yet to come, the world that's ours, that Jesus' promises to us that all who believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And that life is nothing compared to what we're living now. If you're struggling right now, may your eternity, your eternity with Jesus will be so much better than, than the challenges you face. And for those of you who are living your best life, and there are some in this room, and some may be watching online, that you're, you're doing well. Things are going great. Oh, praise God. You know, the house is paid for. There's food on the table. The family is together. We're good, Pastor. Heaven is going to be even greater than that, more than you will ever even know. And that's what we get to look forward to. And I want you to know the third thing is that with Jesus in your life right now, life on earth gets better. Jesus didn't come only for our eternity so that when we die or when He comes back that we will have this kind of eternal life insurance policy that we're all waiting for to, to claim. It's not like that at all. The joy of living with Jesus comes to us even today. And it's not that Jesus will take care of your problems and say, oh, all of the issues that you're dealing with, 
as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to wipe it clean. It's not like that at all. You know what it's like? You know all your struggles and problems? I will be there with you. I am Emmanuel, God with us. And I will walk with you through them. If you need strength, I will be your strength. If you need courage, I will be your courage. If you need wisdom and discernment, I have that. And I will make this life that you're living in a full life. In fact, that's exactly what he says in John 10.10. I have come, Jesus said, that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus wants us to experience everything that he created life to be for you and for me. And so with Jesus in our lives, Christ followers know that there is that life is so much better than what this world has to offer to you. And the gift of Easter, of this resurrected life of Jesus, is available to all of us now to help us live into that full life that Jesus wants to give to us. And the Apostle Paul writes about this so beautifully in Romans chapter 8. Uh, I was going to say if you have your Bible, but we always put the scriptures up here, so just turn your eyes up. Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul says this, But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And the spirit of him, in fact, verse 11, can we read this together? Let's read it together. Ready? Go. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who lives in you. Oh, that's for this world. That's for you for today and tomorrow and every day that you live. That the same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is alive in you. Some of us need a resurrection in our own hearts. If you're dealing with hurts, the Holy Spirit can heal. If you're dealing with adversity, the Holy Spirit is there to give you victory. If you feel weak and broken down, the Holy Spirit is there to give you strength. What the Holy Spirit is here is to give you new life. And that is a great message for Easter. That we can all experience this new amazing life. Because I know, and I'm living in the same world that you are, that we're living through very difficult and challenging times. But I have good news for you. Today is Easter. <laughs> and Easter is real. And Easter can provide for you hope for eternity. And not only hope for eternity, but hope for what is better that God provides. And not only hope for what is better in, in heaven, but even for right now, that hope starts for us today because the power that rose Jesus from the grave lives in us. On August 4th, 1982, was another 
unforgettable moment in my life. On August 4th, 1982, I was about 13 years old, and I was sitting in Honolulu First Church of the Nazarene, and the evangelist that came to speak that night, his name was, believe it or not, Dr. Chick Shaver. <laughs> he was the professor of evangelism at Nazarene Theological Seminary, and he came to speak at a revival service in my home church. And I sat there that night listening to him preach from Genesis chapter 22. The story of Abraham when he took his son to the mountain, Isaac, to sacrifice him. You know, unforgettable moments you remember. Remember where you were and what happened and how your life has changed. On that night, after he got done preaching, he had an altar call. And he said, if anybody would like to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, come, I want to pray with you. And your life will never be the same. And that night, that same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave began to live in me. I stood up and came forward and I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And you know, since that night, Ricardo, my life has never been the same. And there might be somebody here today who says, Pastor, I need that in my life. I'm struggling. I'm filled with fear. This world is difficult right now. And you know what? It is. But we have a Savior and a Lord who's greater than anything this world has to offer. Some of you might say, Pastor, I've walked away from Jesus. And I feel so far away from Him. Well, today could be an unforgettable moment in your life. What better day to come to Jesus than on April 17, 2022, on Easter Sunday morning, the day that Jesus rose from the grave to come and live in our own hearts and lives. Amen? Wow! That would be an amazing day for people in this congregation to have an unforgettable moment happen in your life. And so today, if that's you, if you would like to say, Pastor, I want to just, can you just pray for me? Either to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, or pray with me that as I walk, as I come home, because I've been far away, that Jesus will be there with me. There are many people who have accepted Jesus as Savior but struggle to make Him Lord. I've dealt with that issue in my own life for a long time. I want to be saved. You know why? We get to go to heaven. But to make Jesus Lord, to surrender everything to Him, all of it, that's tough. But when you do, that's when you have an unforgettable moment in your life. Today, will you pray? Anybody want to pray for an unforgettable moment for Christ to come alive in your heart and in your life?